host, Erin Gray, and today we are diving into the third eye and one of my favorite topics, intuition. I'm so happy you're here. Let's get started. In my 20s, I would drop my keys. I would break things. I would trip. I did this so much that my best girlfriend's gave me the nickname Grace (laughs) because I was so clumsy and so ungrounded because I had a life experience of energy. I don't have a reality without seeing energy, without seeing spirit, without any of this component. So in my 20s, I didn't have all the tools and techniques that I have now, that I had these lifelong skills that can be developed, but I, I was born with them. But I didn't have the component that allowed me to excel as a human. I mean, I think I was always trying to be a really good human. I'm a recovering perfectionist. <laughs> However, There's more joy in my life now, and there's a lot more groundedness. And I think it is important to work your way through the chakras, through the energy centers to gain the foundation, to gain the stability here on earth so that we can rock it as a human on earth and as a connected spiritual soul. And I think that's why doing this work is so important. So often people get anxious or nervous or make intuition into a more difficult thing than it needs to be. We are gifted and born with our intuition. This is how mothers know that their children need their help. This is how we know what's our right choice. And in in raising two children, I have always told them, listen to your gut, listen to your gut, listen to your intuition. What is your intuition telling you? When they go to ask my advice, I ask them back, what does your intuition say? And growing up, in fact, we would, like every family, we played hours and hours of go fish. However, I added an intuition component to our game of go fish. So before they could ask me what card they wanted, and again, if you are unfamiliar with Go Fish, everyone has their seven cards and you ask for a card to the goal of the game is to make pairs. And so you would then ask someone else for a card that you have in your hand in order to make a pair. And the the person with the most number of pairs wins. So before they could ask for a card, I had them put their hand out and sense everyone's hands first. So you had to sense, (laughs) these are the rules of our game. You had to sense everyone's hand first and feel the cards and know who had which cards. And then you had to ask that person for their card. And so they got so good this we all did that we would just run the table so whoever went first ended up running the table and winning so we would always take turns with whoever started first but this is a great easy and fun way to incorporate this muscle training just like you would go to the gym to train your muscles you can train your intuition so you can play go fish this way you can Guess who is texting you or calling you every time before you look at your phone? 
So that's a great one that you can practice all throughout your day. So there's these little simple ways to practice this within your mind so that then when you are getting an idea of what your intuition feels like and looks like in your body, do you get chills? Do you have a flash of light in your mind? You can begin to get a sense for what your intuition process is through these daily activities so that then when you are seeking guidance on something more significant or something that feels a little more important to you, because we sometimes get tense when what we are seeking guidance on matters more to us. Although it shouldn't, it should feel all the same. It's all the same process, but sometimes we allow our humanness to make it feel more important. So for your intuition, I want you to close your eyes if you're in a safe place and think about your favorite location, your favorite vacation, what that looks like, what that feels like. How, what does the weather feel like? What are you wearing? How does it feel on your feet? How does it feel on your skin? And notice where that picture is. Notice where that feeling is. Notice where that picture is. This is where our intuition lives, right here in this space. So we can come back to this home. We can come back to this home base in this location when we are seeking guidance. It is simple and easy as that. And I hope that throughout today, you can use some other tools and techniques to make that even stronger. And then I want to hear in the comments down below, what guidance did you receive? What information and intel did you receive that was helpful for you? And, and what in today's episode made the greatest shift in your intuition? <laughs> Maybe it was even the go fish game. And this is why knowing that this is your intuition and our, where our imagination and our intuition are very close together, but we can expend a lot of energy worrying about future events that predictive mode that we get into, what's going to happen, this could happen, this could happen, worrying about all the different scenarios, expends energy. And if we think about this energy as the common denominator, if we are spending our energy that way, we use up this energy. And it often lowers our vibration. So then we then attract the lowest version of whatever it is that we thought about. So this is why gratitude is so important. This is why trusting in the divine plan is so important, which we'll talk about next week as we bask in this knowingness that we are always being blessed rather than worrying about the predictions that we want to make and spend our energy on here in this imagination space. So our sixth chakra connects us to our mind's eye. So the activity that I had you do connected you to this central space of your mind's eye. This is how we see and how we know. And maybe that was in the middle of your mind for you. Maybe it was toward your eyebrows. Maybe it was in the back, the base of your skull. This is called our psychic gate here in the back of your school. Also the Alta Major Chakra. I will include a link down below to the podcast. I've already talked about that on. This is all connected and allows us to have access to this powerful information. And so why do they call it the sixth sense? So here over the last five weeks, you have learned what each of the senses are. 
So in our root chakra, we have our sense of smell. In our sacral chakra, we have our sense of taste. In our third chakra, we have our sense of sight. In our fourth chakra, it is our sense of touch. In our fifth chakra, it is our sense of hearing. And so we combine all five of those senses to create here in the third eye, your sixth sense. So our sixth sense is really the combination of all five chakras combining together to create this ultra sensory experience. Our sixth sense is how much we are paying attention to all of these other senses and how they integrate together that allows us to then connect, come together, and then combine to divine consciousness. It is this combination that brings it all together here in this meeting point. When we tune into this inner silence and truly get quiet, when we quiet all five senses below, we allow them to naturally integrate and then this greater knowing rises up. But it is this integration of all five senses that allows us to have this sixth sense. And each of those energy centers creates one layer of our aura, which we'll talk about in a future episode. So each chakra creates a layer of our aura and our aura can expand from half an inch around our body to out to six feet. I know it's been documented that it's been, it could go out to 65 feet. I've personally only seen six feet. But these chakras, these energetic layers to our body allow us to take in information and we emanate information the same way. And so this allows us to take in the information, our smell, our sight, our touch, our feeling around the room to then allow that to create greater depth within our sixth sense here in the third eye. So in Sanskrit, this is called Ajna. So beautiful and it's so perfect. (laughs) And this third eye allows us to tap into this knowing. This is this combination of divine guidance and super fantastic (laughs) sensory off of our body that we may or may not even realize that we are doing. So our third eye is open when we are born. This is how babies see the dancing angels all around them. And somewhere along the line, we are either frightened into closing it or told that we shouldn't be using it. And then we have a reawakening later on in life when we then reopen this third eye that allows us to feel safe enough and secure enough and grounded enough to be able to tap into this space. I once had a client who had gone to all sorts of mediumship classes and she really, really, really wanted to talk to spirit. And she came in and her energy was totally ungrounded. (laughs) And I told her, I said, and she's like, yeah, I just want to be able to speak to the other side. And I said, your energy is completely ungrounded. You've got to work on your grounding practice because it is unsafe. So our grounding practice, not only grounds us energetically and mentally, but it keeps us safe from taking on entities. It keeps us on from taking on negative energy. And so because her body and her energy wasn't grounded, her third eye was not allowing her to tap into this other form of communication. It wasn't safe for her energy system. So her energy system knew best 
And so as she began to build more of a grounded practice, that aspect of communication opened up for her. And if your third eye is excessive, your third eye produces too much energy. It can be difficult to concentrate. It can even lead to hallucinations or challenges with concentration. And hallucination isn't necessarily seen the Huffalumps, <laughs> like in the uh, like in the Winnie the Pooh cartoon. Hallucinations can be that you are assessing the situation totally different than anyone else. There was once a client that I had that she thought I had done something and I had not. <laughs> and this particular client, she had prayed and prayed and prayed. She was so devoutly religious. It was amazing. Listen to Christian music, the, the whole thing. And she believed this story. And then I ultimately realized when she came in and talked to me, which I really appreciated, I realized she was hallucinating. And, and we talked about her grounding practice and adding in the grounding practice to balance her third eye. And as soon as she did, so she agreed that that totally made sense. And by the way, I wish everybody was this religious, like so religious. I'm super religious. And I also believe and know in energy. I've, I've had no other choice in my lifetime. I've literally been a part of my life, my entire life. But as soon as she started doing her grounding practice, she then actually then came and apologized to me and realized it was energetic. And I think so often we could tell this story over and over and over again, that people can see the story inaccurately. And when we can recognize that it may possibly be an imbalanced third eye, then we can help them ground and help them balance their energy and find their equilibrium. A deficient third eye makes it really hard to make a decision, to process information, or to remember information. It can make it really hard to make decisions. But a balanced third eye can allow you to simply know your truth. And you don't need anybody to explain that to you. You don't need justification from anyone else. It is such a powerful place and it is balanced because all the energy centers below this energy center are also balanced. So in sitting in this foundation and this power, you don't need anyone else's opinion. You know for your own truth what is accurate. So divine guidance can be in the form of a voice. I often hear a voice in the back of my head, like at my psychic gate, so the back of my skull. And when I hear other people's conversations, like with the human being, <laughs> I hear it in a different part of my head, in a different part of my brain. So this is how I know when it is a human's conversation and when it is spiritual guidance. And it literally is in a different part of the brain. And on Dr. Oz, there was actually this really incredible episode where the Long Island medium was on there and she actually put on a brain scanner, like a little cap, and they had her do a mediumship appointment with the whole crowd. And in that, they flashed up her brain up on the screen and Dr. Oz literally could not believe it. He's like, I do not understand this based off of, and it was only her psychic gate at the base of her skull. He said, I don't understand this. 
from what is being illuminated, you should not be functioning. You should not be talking. You should not be, you know, functioning as a human right now. And it was really incredible. And it was actually very validating for me, knowing that that's where I also hear my guidance is here at the the base of my skull, which as we talked about in the Ultimator Chakra episode, is where we do connect to our spiritual guidance. So some people see images, and we will do a whole episode on this. We will dive very deeply into this in another episode. I'm just top lining this for today so that we can get to the tools and techniques that will help you with your third eye. But divine guidance can be visual. It can be sensory. It can be in your gut. It can be just a knowing. It can be someone talking in your ear or hearing it in the back of your head. It can be all sorts of guidance, but it should always be positive and it should always be helpful. There should never be get rich quick schemes and there should never be anything negative. This is how we know. And if we do this, we then ground our energy. You can ask your own protector. I call upon Archangel Michael and his mercy of angels, which is they all have swords and shields and there's a whole army of angels that keep my home and my family protected. So we can receive guidance while we are sleeping. This can come in as chimes or I will often get actual songs in my dreams that always have a message to them. So I always try to look up the lyrics because there's always an amazing message there. Or sometimes we see our loved ones. And have you ever had a dream about a loved one and then you woke up and you were just crying and bawling? So this is an experience where we are meeting with our loved ones. And I believe that, which I've had that experience as well. And I believe that that bawling is this energetic release for our body because it's so intense to have this experience that it then has to release upon awakening. But remain grounded. If you remain grounded, you will remain safe. You will remain secure. And you will continue as you balance and strengthen each of your energy centers, create this sixth sense that will be powerful, accurate, and empowered. So the color for this energy center is indigo. It is a blend of dark blue and purple. And it resonates at a frequency of approximately 670 hertz. So you can use an eye pillow. You can add an indigo pillowcase or wear a little hoodie that is indigo that you can then put on in the middle of the night and allow that to go up and over your head that would cover not only your third eye, but the rear outlet at the ultimator chakra. A balanced third eye creates emotions of peace and calm and syzygy. This moment when everything is in place, everything is calm and just trusting and knowing all is truly well. This is why we want to do this work is to get to this moment of, hey, if I don't know as a human what to do, I know I'm going to receive divine guidance and all is well. I don't have to worry because I will be guided. The element that balances this energy center is light. So have you ever been on the beach or on a hike and then you turn toward the sun and closed your eyes and just allowed this beauty and warmth to just emanate on your face? And perhaps you might have noticed that the space right above 
your eyebrows began to get hot first. So it absorbs that light. It absorbs that beautiful sun energy and allows this to balance here in this space. And the location for our third eye is this space right between the eyebrows and just a bit above, as well as at the base of the skull at your psychic gate. So they connect from front to back and this energy flows out the front and the back. It is a powerful connection when you can know that it's not just one direction, but that it's bi-directional. But we allow this sun to balance and draw in peace and stillness into this place so that we can get quiet enough to listen to our guidance. The organ of action for this energy center is the mind. So this allows us to get quiet. And when we can still and quiet the mind, we then receive this beautiful divine guidance. The food that helps to balance this energy center is the same as modern science. So eating omega-3 fatty acids, such as fish and nuts, flax seeds and chia, and any purple foods, including grapes, eggplants, purple cabbage, and plums will help to strengthen and balance your third eye. The essential oils that help to balance this center, rosemary heals confusion and develops knowledge. Frankincense heals spiritual disconnection. Sandalwood heals disconnection from God and helichrysum heals intense pain and heals turmoil. Diffusing these oils can be very helpful while meditating or sleeping to help bring balance into your third eye when you would be receiving divine guidance. They're helpful all the time, but particularly in these moments when you would naturally be receiving your divine guidance to allow yourself to have the most clear and accurate divine guidance. The crystals that help to balance this energy center include the clear quartz. So the clear quartz is a master healer crystal and like the third eye can balance all the chakras. Lapis lazuli protects Ajna energy and shields against psychic attack. Amethyst encourages serenity and peace and moonstone increases intuitive ability and mental clarity. And I have to tell you, these are not to be even messed around with. <laughs> like just to have respect for the crystals. So I was going on a girl's trip and my aunt had given me a beautiful moonstone pendant and like a really small moonstone pendant, by the way, like we're talking less than a dime, like probably half size of a dime. And I needed a cute little pendant for my dress. So I just grabbed it on my way out and went out the door. Like I didn't really think much about it. I hadn't worn it to this at this point. And at this point, I mean, this was over a decade ago. I didn't even know what it was. (laughs) And so I started getting all these psychic hits, all these images, like to the point that it was uncomfortable and I'm so sensitive. I know the difference. And it was actually really uncomfortable for me because there was so much information coming in. And I was like, what is happening? And then all of a sudden, one of my girlfriends who's, who knows so much, she said, oh my gosh, I love your moonstone. That is so beautiful. And then I looked up what Moonstone did. And then I realized it intensified your psychic experience. So from that moment on, I had full respect for the Moonstone. I only used it when I was teaching class or if I was seeing clients and wanted 
that divine guidance, recognizing that that would then open up and intensify the guidance that was already there. So pay attention if something doesn't feel comfortable for you, or if you're starting to have applying these crystals and you start to have big experiences, adjust accordingly. And I would say, do not carry them everywhere. Like I, I won't use that moonstone. I won't wear that moonstone in a crowd. Like that would be way too overwhelming and way too upsetting for me, but I will use it on one-on-one sessions or I'll use it if I'm teaching or if I'm meditating, I need that guidance for my own self. So you decide what feels right and best to you. As light is the element that balances here, where does your home need more light? Is there a room that needs light? Are there light bulbs out? This is very helpful to create this energy that would flow through the home. Also, I would say, where are you keeping your crystals? How often are you cleaning them and clearing them? Do you have a selenite slab or do you, right now I currently have some buried out in my backyard or you can sage them. You can decide how you want to clear your crystals, but how are you keeping them? They, they do need to be cleared if you're using them regularly. So I do think it's really important that you make sure to clear and cleanse your crystals as well as sage your home to make sure and ensure that the energy is flowing and is clear and crisp and clean. So your 10 second rescue for your third eye is simply going outside and staring into the sun and allowing, I would say you would actually stay out there until you felt that third eye beginning to heat up, which usually is about 10 seconds I have found, and allowing that energy to begin to balance and clear this energy center. This week for homework, I want you to make a chart and begin to keep track of all your intuitive guidance so that you can begin to know what your communication looks like. So in the first column, date of the intuitive experience. In the second column, what do I see, hear, feel? How does that experience to you? And sometimes you have to do this part backwards because you don't know (laughs) until it happened. And then you're like, oh my gosh, I totally saw that. So sometimes you have to work forward and backwards on this chart, but regardless, write it down so that you can begin to piece together your vocabulary and your system. The third column, what did it look like, feel like? What was the background and the sensations? Did you get goosebumps? Did you have a flash of light? Where in your mind did you hear something? Was it in your ears? Was it in the back of your head, in the front of your head? Writing all these nuances down because my bet is they will become consistent. And as they become consistent, you can then know this is your way of your intuition communicating with you. Did it come true? If you start to forward realize its intuition, did this come true? And how quickly did it come true? Did it come true within 24 hours? Or did it take two weeks or maybe a month? Beginning to notice the cadence also is really helpful so that you can then begin to forward know when something may happen. And it can be small. So for instance, I was at Trader Joe's And I bought a watermelon and I went and I put it in my trunk. And the moment I put it in my trunk, I saw an image of it rolling out and cracking on the sidewalk. And it was an image that had a flash of light behind it. So of course, one could say, oh, you know, you could worry about that. But that's not the way this felt. And I ignored it, (laughs) as any busy mom would. And I got in my car. And as soon as I got home, I opened my trunk And before I could even catch it, it rolled out and cracked on the ground. 
And it was in the moment of it being cracked on the ground, I recognized that picture that I had been given as a warning in the parking lot that I had ignored. (laughs) But then I could realize, okay, if we go back through that flash of light, happened 10 minutes ago. Yes, it did come true. And then I can know and begin to recognize, okay, when I have that flash of light in a picture, that is my guidance warning me and speaking to me and trying to help me so I should listen. Begin to take note and let me know in the comments down below what is consistent for you. So our last mantra we are going to speak out loud this week is the word OM. And this is the word that helps to balance your third eye. So we're going to say this three times. And in so inviting this powerful mantra to balance all of its energy centers below it. So we are going to use the mantra OM to balance your third eye. And this is going to begin with the same note as the happy birthday song. So the mantras continue to get higher and higher pitched as you rise up the energy center. So this one is happy birthday. (laughs) So it is the, what is that happy? It is the keynote of E and it is the first note of the happy birthday song. We are going to say the word OM instead. So as long as you are not driving or doing something unsafe, you can join me for three chants as you take a great big deep breath in. allowing yourself to get quiet here, allowing that to notice. Do you feel a little more clear, a little more collected and peaceful? And how are you going to balance your third eye? Are you going to get some essential oils this week? Are you going to add some crystals? Are you going to get a moonstone? Just be careful. It's fantastic. And I love my moonstone. I'm also very respectful of my moonstone. Are you going to chant Are you going to allow and invite some sun into your third eye? Choose one thing this week. And I want to hear how your homework goes and what sign is becoming consistent for you. Tell me down below. I would love to be part of your intuition journey. Thank you so much for joining me for this third eye deep dive. I love this topic so much. We will talk about this again in a lot of different ways in the future. But until then, I want to hear what you act on this week and how your homework goes for you. Be sure to join my newsletter at lovehealthrive.com and I will see you next week. Love yourself enough to heal, heal yourself enough to thrive. Take care.